Well, I think that anxiety in general is a sense of not having control about the future. You know, very often we look at uh, diagnoses, let's say, and we'll say depression is about something that you feel bad about from the past. And anxiety is about concern about things in the future. Mm. And many of those fears and concerns are due to um, the stress of being out of control and not you know, feeling comfortable with what's going to happen. This week, a new study looked at how couples are postponing starting a family and other major milestones because of their debt. Dr. Karen Sherman joins us to weigh in. Stay tuned. Can you feel it? The power coursing through your veins. Underneath the lights. Hi, I'm going to keep this short. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. You should know that we have a website, hitchedmag.com, with thousands of articles, our complete podcast archive with over 500 episodes, a free weekly newsletter, and more. If you like this podcast, please leave a rating or review to help encourage others to join. And without further ado, enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again by the original, the lovely Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. It is great to hear your voice. Uh, for those to uh, want to, wanting a little reminder, Karen is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. You can get more information at our website, DrKarenSherman.com. Um, we are going to talk today, Karen, about life goals and how they've been halted um, and futures have been filled with a bit of anxiety because of the debt that they take on and a few other things. So I found a Northwestern Mutual Planning and Progress study that um, talked to 2,650 Americans and highlighted specific life goals uh, that had been put on hold because of debt. Um, 8% had started a family, have, I'm sorry, have not started a family due to their debt. Uh, of course, this can raise anxiety because there is a limited biological clock in which you can actually conceive a child. Um, of course, there are other ways of becoming a parent, so I don't want to discount those. But, uh, you know, biologically is how a lot of couples prefer to do it. So how important is being financially ready? Um, well, yeah, I, I think, you know, overall, obviously, um, it's good to be financially ready. Um, that being said, in reality, I don't know if you can any be, be absolutely 100% ready. Um, you know, there are all sorts of expenses that you can't anticipate, and um all kinds of things in life that come up that one just cannot possibly know are going to happen. And so you're never going to be 100% with the sense of, okay, we're good, we're ready for this. Um, I do think that if a couple does feel that they're really up to their ears in debt, that is probably not a good time to have a baby because, um, as we know, financial pressure 
uh, is one of the major stressors in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And as blissful as having a child is, uh, children are add stress to a relationship also. So you don't want to do a double whammy. So there probably be, should be some things that a couple does before they make that decision. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting too, because while I understand an 8%, it, it's a lot when you look at the hard data, but it doesn't seem like a ton, but it kind of is. Um, but I was just going to say that I think it's interesting because we also know that many couples have unplanned children Mm. when their finances aren't squared away. And we also know that many couples today, I mean, the average age of um, people conceiving children is getting older and older and older, particularly because they're waiting until they are more financially stable and they're waiting until their careers have hit a certain level, et cetera, et cetera. So this seems to be a continuation of a trend as we take more control over, um, our bodies and conception and planning and all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's, uh, and I'm speaking obviously in the, in the American sense because all over the world people do it differently, but here that, that is the trend. So, um, it's interesting that the, this current financial predicament we find ourselves in is, uh, having this kind of an impact. Um, you know, a thought just occurred to me, Steve, as you were talking, um, that, it may very well be that the decision to have children later and when one um, is more stable economically is probably, um, and I could, I could be wrong, but this is just my thought, those people who are um, of higher education, um, who have put off getting married until later years, and, um, you know, they, they – just may take everything extremely seriously and perhaps even be a little bit over cautious. Um, because as, as you mentioned just now, many couples, um, have unplanned children mm-hmm. and they make it work. You know, right. the, you make it work. Um, just the way you can't, as I started to say, initially, you, you just can't plan for everything and somehow you make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the the, uh, the anxiety that people have around money uh, we know is very real, and you've you you mentioned that it's one of those topics that raises the stress level within relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I found interesting, and I, I just don't know if it resonates for a lot of people who aren't in the situation, but uh, nearly one in ten Americans do not have any personal savings. Seventy seven percent feel specific anxiety around an unplanned health emergency. Mm -hmm. Um, Those being the realities, how can couples cope with anxiety around something that they really don't have much control over when they, there's no, um, there's no light at the end of the tunnel for them to all of a sudden come, uh, come into contact with some sort of financial windfall. So health costs aren't going anywhere their savings aren't going to instantly be padded. So how do you cope Mm -hmm. with that when you don't have control over the situation? Well, I think that anxiety in general is a sense of not having control about the future. You know, very often we look at uh, diagnoses, let's say, and we'll say depression is about something that you feel bad about from the past. And anxiety is about concern about things in the future. Mm. And many 
of those fears and concerns are due to um, the stress of being out of control and not, you know, feeling comfortable with what's going to happen. Um, I think in general, we live in a very stressful environment. Um, and I'm not even talking about recent events. I'm just speaking about Mm -hmm. our society and life is very stressful. Um, and we have to accept that, uh, we cannot control anything that happens in life. We cannot control people. We cannot control events. The only thing we can can control is our reaction to it. Um, And so to spend a lot of time and energy worrying about these things is really not going to be helpful. Uh, There are things that couples can do. I think we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But there are things that people can do that will help them. But to just have this overwhelming sense of, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you know, uh, we don't have money, woe is me, is not going to serve any purpose. And so so it's better, you know, to look at what steps can I take? So it sounds like for me, step one is acceptance. Like this is the reality. There's nothing I can do about it. So worrying about it isn't going to do anything for the situation. Correct. Okay. Correct. Um, 76% of those who participated in the study said that they have anxiety about their own income. And Mm -hmm. so while we've been just talking about things you don't have control over, your own income seems like something that they can take at least steps towards changing. Um, Mm -hmm. Those steps could be new training, freshening up their resume, asking their boss for more money. Does just the process of going through those steps just going into your resume and updating LinkedIn, for example, does that help with the anxiety? Uh, I think that as soon as my experience has been both personally and professionally, that when people start to take action, they feel like they have more control. And as I said a little earlier, when people feel like they have control, whether they do or they don't. We've talked about this in a past podcast somewhere. It's perceived control. Um, They will feel better. They will um, not feel as anxious. So I think when they take these steps, it will uh, certainly be helpful. And part of those steps should be gaining information about ways that they might be able to uh, add to their income, things they might do differently in um, a an offshoot of their present career, etc. Because again, the more information we have, the more control that we feel that we have, and and the less it feels like it's just you know out there and beyond us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think the suggestions you made are great. Okay, good. Um, of those who have debt say that they've delayed a substantial purchase because of their existing debt. And, Mm -hmm. um, the, you know, I'm, this isn't a shock or revelation to anybody, but many key people will carry that substantial debt for decades. Um, Mm -hmm. and that can include things like college, um, which is a big problem in our society right now. Um, Many people might feel helpless when they know their income, so as we were just talking about making more money, isn't going to resolve their debt issues because it's not mm-hmm. like 
changing jobs and getting a dollar or two a raise is going to wipe out tens of Mm -hmm. thousands of dollars and student loan debt that cannot be forgiven by the way. So Mm -hmm. what can they do mentally, um, to shoulder the burden of, let's say, let's just stick with the college tuition because that's an easy one. Um, when they know it's going to be there no matter what for in the next 15 years, let's say. Okay. So again, like you said a few moments ago, the first step is acceptance. So look at what the reality for your life is, look at what debts you have, and then figure out ways to either pay it down and also um, make uh, make some savings for something else if that's a possibility, or refinancing. Now, obviously, finance is not my area of expertise, but having spoken to some clients through the years who were in financial debt, I learned that there are ways to actually consolidate debt um, and therefore um, not have um, lots of different uh, credit card companies each charging you interest. You can consolidate it. Um, but again, the idea is to either to not either to look at what your particular situation is, mm-hmm. to accept, don't run from it, and say, okay, what can we now do to work with this? We're going mm-hmm. to pay a certain amount every month. Maybe we can negotiate a different kind of payment plan. Um, 